actually picked up on something um, David said, and that is, today we are faced with extraordinary issues around the democratic, um, issues that I couldn't have believed would happen when I was actually writing the book, and when it was just before it was published. It was just after it was published, as, as, as it were, there's been a kind of explosion of problems around democracy with the election, with Trump, with Brexit, and so on. And so what I decided to do, and I really will speak as briefly as I can and let you all have a drink, was not to talk about my book, simply to thank everybody who's read it, but actually to, and I, I found myself quite obsessive about this um, earlier this year, um, to look at some of the work of Carl Schmidt, who is the writer uh, who is beloved by Steve Bannon, who is one of Trump's aides. Now, the interesting thing about this book is that it could be read in a left-wing way and a right-wing way. But I think that what happens to the Trump administration and its followers is that it's being read in a curiously right-wing way as, as a kind of self-fulfilling prophecy instead of an analysis. And so I was actually very interested. I was trying to see why, you know, how this kind of regime ticks, really. And so I went to Schmidt to see quite what they were doing with him. And as far as I can see, um, and I'll be very brief, Schmidt talks about democracy in a, in a very interesting way by, as it were, disarticulating quite a number of its, what we think of as its core aspects. But he doesn't. Um, and he thinks in terms of three quite different elements. Uh, one is parliamentary, parliamentarism, which is predicated on debate and discussion. That's what you do in parliaments. And he says that has nothing to do with uh, democracy, but in any case, um, it's now obsolete as a praxis because um, parliamentarism has been taken over by sort of techno, um, economic power groups and lobbyists and so on. So debate has been erased. Now I think what um, what Bannon has, has, has done is, is like us to say, well, oh good, we, we can forget about that one. Um, secondly, um, Schmidt says that liberal egalitarianism is predicated on the recognition of universal equality and human rights. Uh, he thinks of this as liberal sentimentalism. It's a fallacy because mass democracy rests on, first of all, homogeneity and exclusion. It always implies an equality that has an inequality built into it. Mass democracy is founded on that and on consolidation round and other. So the uh, notions of liberal egalitarianism are a fantasy because it's not what the way in which mass democracy works. Uh, now, mass democracy itself is founded on the will of the people. We've heard that, haven't we? Uh, but for him, and it's, it's a very fine analysis, the people is an abstraction. And a democracy itself, therefore, can't have any content. It can uh, be amenable as a mere structure to the election of minority governments and even dictatorships. Um, it is um, based on legality, and so legality can actually trump uh, the, the will of the, the overall majority. And um, 
we can have a dictator elected <coughs> into power. Um, because, he says, everything essentially depends on who decides what the will of the people is. That's to say, when, when the, the, the um, core um, ruling uh, elite is elected, whatever it is, it decides, actually, what the will of the people is. And if the will of the people doesn't really match what it wants the will of the people to be, it tends to embark on a systematic program of ideological education uh, so that, in a way, um, democracy is suspended in the name of democracy and the political power that should come from the people uh, end up, ends up forming it. Um, this is a very virtuosic and extraordinary analysis. But I think what we see in contemporary America and possibly today is a kind of presumption that its, its worst case scenario is the one that is the legitimate one. <coughs> well, I, Schmidt has, has uh, clearly opened up for him his contemporaries, and he was writing in 1923, just after the First World War, um, when uh, a whole lot of questions were at stake. But I think what's, been, what's happened is a kind of um, certainly in American politics and possibly in our, in our own, a sort of cavalier assumption uh, that some of these worst case issues um, are, are structurally <coughs> necessary and there, like for instance the elimination of debate, which we actually saw in the Brexit um, campaigns. They were campaigns and not debates. So I'll stop here because um, uh, I found that when I was reading this, I read it with kind of obsessive fascination in an attempt to understand what was going on today. And I do hope my book has some relevance to that. Thank you.